Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. My name is Victor, and I'm here with my amazing wife, Patty. Hey, guys. And today, we're going to share with you five things that we do to prepare for and, I would say, maximize the potential healing and transformation qualities present within full moons, new moons, eclipses. You guys know the powerful astrology tends to have an acceleration and uh, just an influence onto, you know, into the seeker's spiritual journeys. It tends to speed things up, kick things up, bring you forward a lot of times at a faster rate than we would deem preferable and comfortable. And (laughs) it can be it can be a bit nutty for, for some of us at some times. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a podcast about that because there's a big one coming up on January 21st. It's 2019. There's a, what is it? A, a blood, super, super wolf, wolf moon, full moon, yeah, full, and a full eclipse, right? And a full lunar eclipse. So it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a big deal astrologically speaking. So this is going to be not so much like, well, we like candles, we meditate. No, that's all good. But we're going to be more like real with you. Like, like how this is going to be probably different than you're expecting. And yet, I believe those who have really been sort of transforming along with these full new moons will get a lot out of this. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So number one is we take time to examine what comes up the full moons any of this, this powerful astrology will usually kick up stuff to the surface that maybe it's like inconvenient to deal with you probably already feel busier than normal but it's an opportunity to really gain clarity and transcend a lot of those unconscious uh you know patterns that are behind under underneath the surface sort of influencing your mindset your decisions and and sort of like messing with your life uh, unbeknownst to you well it'll no longer be unbeknownst to you the full moon's gonna kick it up but you gotta deal with it you gotta like take time to to deal with it because otherwise the situations from the full moons that are gonna help you uh, provoke you to release those energies um they're gonna come and go but if you don't really do the inner work, then you're just going to have to go through something similar down the line. So I like to kind of get it done. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll give an example. Something is coming up for me. I've been real stressed lately. We have a retreat in like two days <laughs> at our house and we have another one in Sedona. And some of the things coming up for me, and there's other situations in my life sort of bringing this up as well. But what I'm realizing is that I get very, very stressed out about everybody having a perfect time now practically speaking it makes no sense you can't please everybody and especially when you have kind of a bigger online presence like me you i I deal with people every day that are not pleased with what i do they don't like me they have negative things to say um but but emotionally unconsciously i'm finding that that i i'm always trying to do the impossible which again is to please everybody so i was finding myself really stressed out about a certain situation i won't go into coming up here um but i i was uh, because of the full moon awareness you could say i was aware of it enough to know victor why are you doing this why are you feeling this way why are you letting this one situation which is to be expected among many others to stress you out so my point is what i did and you can remember i did this right in front of you the kids were watching tv patty was doing the dishes or something and i busted out some tarot cards and my notebook and i sat at our uh, like bar area in our house 
and I just started brainstorming and I started like really writing things out. And I'll tell you exactly what I do. Here's what I do, a little secret. I write out a question at the top of the page. And for me, I can't find it, but it said something like, why is this situation stressing me out? So I sort of set that intention. And then then other thoughts come up. Like I think the, I think the initial question I had was more like, why is this situation bugging me? And then, I, I, and then the, what came up for me was the realization that, well, you're trying to please everybody. And then I was like, okay, I wrote a new question. Victor, why do you always try to please everybody? And that led to, again, it was this series of self-questions with a focused intention designed to help me release this underlying pattern. My point is I took time to do it. And as you'll come to find out later, one of the things we're going to say is to be patient. So it's currently a little unresolved, but I'm in the middle of doing this work. And how nice would it be for me to let go of that burden I allow to be placed upon my shoulders of trying to please everybody? Right. So that's sort of my process and an example of me doing the work. So how about you, love? You were talking earlier about this. Yeah. So I do something differently because I don't always have um, an time to do that when things arise it just depends sometimes I can do that and just sit in um, quiet meditation and um, examine what's coming up but um, when I don't then sometimes I'll just like when I'm driving I'll put on like Pandora or I'll put on my like music on shuffle and I'll say okay with the intention of like okay Give me a song that I need to hear that's going to help release whatever's coming up. If, if it's um, some, sometimes I'm so distracted with all the daily things that need to get done. I don't even know what's coming up, but I can feel like a dissonance in my body. So I know something's coming up that needs to be released. So sometimes it's, it's helpful to have the music because it sort of tells me what's going on. Um, and other times it just happens to be exactly what I'm uh, experiencing the song that comes on is like perfect for that Um, also sometimes when I was younger I used to um, when I first got my driver's license I used to just go drive and just um, uh, I didn't have anywhere to go I just go drive and I just like do that do what I just said but when I was really young um, like 10 and I would feel like dissonance I would use I used to just sing so like it could be anything you could do your artwork if that's something that helps you um, clear your mind and focus it it doesn't have to be singing or music Um, that's just what helps me but I I find that something that I really enjoy that I love to do that helps me feel happy is always something that really um, helps me clear out whatever's coming up Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because that goes to show you that, excuse me, that it doesn't have to be stereotypically, you know, esoteric like what I did with the tarot cards and the automatic Mm -hmm. writing. Which works. That works for me too. And when I have the time, I definitely do that. But um, when I don't have the time, yeah. Yeah, but there's so many ways to do it. Yeah. Maybe for the someone listening, it's like I go out and I play basketball at night and I just shoot hoops yeah. and it's just me and it's quiet and yeah. I can think and get in my flow state. Um, so it can be anything. But the point yeah. is you want to take advantage of the opportunity because, again, otherwise in the past, I think I would just stress out and struggle through these alignments and just sit with all those energies coming up, not really doing anything to resolve them. And then it was just like – 
It was unproductive and it sucked more. Yeah. And you also just feel um, like irritable, irritated and, and you can feel the dissonance in your body and it, it creates more of that if there's no release. Yeah. It just gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. say, Hey, look at this buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of them. Number two is we remain open to all possibilities because full moon, these alignments, a lot of times they do bring about big unexpected changes Mm -hmm. and it can really be a matter of being open to the changes because a lot of times change of any kind is initially perceived with resistance we don't like our mind does not like change it likes to be on top of things but full moons bring a lot of unpredictable energy but we try to remain open and i'll give kind of another example so one of the things I've been uh, like sort of analyzing is my my life purpose because I've been through this process before where I've been you know heavily excited about something and then all of a sudden that excitement sort of starts to kind of wear off and I find myself in a bit of a void, not really connected to something. So for me, I've been debating like, do I really want to like make my life of doing like retreats and working with people. Maybe I'd be better off being a writer or something because it's so much less stressful. But here's the the kicker here. I'm remaining open because my personal suspicion is that me questioning my life purpose at this time is more about that issue I mentioned earlier sort of coming up. So I'm sort of relating with these new projects in sort of a stressful way. But I'm open. I'm not saying no more retreats or this or that, you know, I'm allowing myself to kind of go through this process and contemplate all the different possibilities. And if I can do that and be patient, then there, there will be clarity and resolve to, to kind of come out of it. Personally, I feel, and I've experienced this before that the reason I'm questioning my purpose is more like uh, a block, uh, a subtle inner block to success. This is something that was yeah. initially fueled with a lot of passion. Now that's coming down to it. It's like, well, maybe it's not my purpose. That's that's <laughs> to me. If I had to look at it honestly, it sounds like an ego distraction. Mm-hmm. It's blocking me from something ding, 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 awesome. Ding. But <laughs> I, I'm open to all possibilities. I'm not like, well, this has to be my purpose because I don't want to have to look for a new one yeah. or this. You know, I'm just letting myself be in the void and in that void, then this process can sort of play out very quickly leading to clarity and resolve. Yeah. I naturally do that. Um, I try not, I try to just stay detached from any, um, expectations, which is not always easy, but, um, yeah, I feel like that's something I just do naturally. I I'm, I'm observing at all times. Yeah, you do. That's, you yeah. Good for you. No, <laughs> yeah. Must be nice. No. <laughs> no, I do that better now. And, yeah, and part of it is probably better. your influence because I see, wow, she really is gets less worked up about this stuff than I do. Maybe there's something <laughs> and there. I, it's not to say that I don't get worked up because I do get worked up sometimes and I do have attachments to things. Um, Very short-lived but, with you but usually. I try to, if it feels like it's, a, it's forcing, like I'm forcing the attachment to whatever... Um, it, it might be, it's, I just feel like, well, it's not worth it to feel this uncomfortable energy about it. So just let it go and like allow it to play out. Right, right. <clears throat> and this plays into our third point, which we sort of touched on and we'll probably gl- gloss over this briefly is just to remain patient and allow the puzzle to piece itself together. Because a lot of times 
what's like what's happening with me it, it I, you, I deal with that quite often during the full moons and stuff and i bet a lot of you guys too where where things are coming up and there's that there's that perception of like patty said good word dissonance in our life you can feel it in your body like this activity this thing this thought pattern the situation this relationship it's like it's there's like a heaviness like there's something not sitting well within your being within your consciousness you don't feel light and mm-hmm. free about it but you won't a lot of times know exactly what it is but because it can be uncomfortable to sit in the unknown and to sit with the information saying something's not right something's not right well our, our instinct is to say, well, what is, what's the answer? Mm-hmm. But so often the answer, the right answer, isn't going to just pop in your head. Sometimes it does if you're yeah. lucky. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's like the right answer is waiting three days into the future after you go through these 14 different experiences and have these different <laughs> thoughts and realizations. There's your answer. And in the meantime, you got to just kind of sit with this energy and not yeah. ignore it and just sort of be patient, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah I actually... Um I remember I I have I just had a memory come come back and I had something I think I may have even been pregnant with Sebastian but I had something like coming up that I I was like man this is heavy and it needs to come out and it needs to come out and I just felt like I need to go take some time and I went upstairs and I sat on the bed and I I meditated or whatever trying to like force it out yes and then I just got very loudly like it's just not coming it's not coming now. It'll come when it's ready. Right. And so I like I opened my eyes and I was like, ugh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, it can be tough though. It really can yeah. be tough when, when you when you sort of know that's the case. It's like, wow, I sure would like to release this uncomfortable feeling yeah. that I'm just dragging around in my chest. Yeah. Um, but it just doesn't always work that way. Yeah, and that's when I find that um, doing things that bring you joy can help alleviate the dissonance that you're feeling um you know it helps it kind of move along and even though it's not always possible if you can do whatever brings you joy then you know do your best to do that yeah and honestly this is i think this is a very important point i want to just sort of emphasize and i'll tell you why because in the past i would i would insist on curing the, the energy in me, mm-hmm. the dissonance, and yeah. I would do something about it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it would be the wrong action and there would be unfavorable consequences because of my impatience. Like there, an example that popped in my head is I used to work with this guy. Um, he was uh, my business partner for the gym and we were really close friends, but we worked together. We were like together every day. So we'd kind of get on each other's nerves, a little mm-hmm. quirk, start to bug each other. And at that point, the gym was doing very poorly. And I had this like knowing that I need to move on from this situation. I sensed it was the partnership maybe that like just wasn't working. Our energies was not, were not meshing. But I felt so what was coming up for me was all this resentment and all these things I thought he should be doing. And out of my impatience, I wrote him this email or this, this long letter listing all the things I think he's doing wrong. And it was a very like, un, it was a very negative email. And I, to this day, I feel like such a asshole for doing it and then he responded with something just like i sent him he said vic he's like that was a pretty cold email bro so you want to you want to be upfront about everything well here's what i think about you and it was like oh my god it was it was very hurtful his email but i had that coming i deserved it now fortunately there really are no mistakes and we are able to sort of make good and get a lot closer from that encounter but i would have I would have, if I, if I could go back, I would have strongly, wi- I would wish I couldn't 
have not have done that because yeah. it was just not a nice thing I did. And I did it out of impatience and frustration. And it was a, a mistake. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyways, let's well, see. Well, there are no mistakes, you know. You learned well, a lot there, from I, that, right? You're never I do learned, that again. I, in a sense, I think there's both. I, it was a mistake. I, if I could go back, I would have chose not to do it. Maybe resolved in a different way. Mm-hmm. But you can make good out of every quote unquote mistake. I, yeah. I, that's the way I see it anyway. Yeah. You know, if I was to like throw a rock through the window out of anger, that's a mistake. But maybe I'll learn something. But you know, <laughs> you I'm gonna fix the window. Yeah. 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 Number four is we we give ourselves extra lenience, extra leeway. I don't know about you guys, but I find that I am more irritable, I'm more sensitive, I'm more tired, which leads to the irritability. Mm -hmm. I have a much, all the emotions I have are much more at the surface and I might speak my mind or write nasty letters in that (laughs) case. Um, But I try to be a lot more lenient on myself and not expect myself to be as balanced emotionally, as healthy and vital physically. Sometimes I don't sleep well, I don't Mm. sleep restfully. but in the, you know, I think the idea is to like, just understand that, you know, you know, those who feel sensitive with the, with the moons and stuff, many do then be easy on yourself because it's just what it is. It happens. Yeah. For me, I, I feel like I always do that. Is well, that look at you? I know. Guru. Uh, no. no, no, I, I. I try to do every day my best and some days my best is like the worst, you know? So I try not to like make myself feel guilty or bad about it because I used to, but that does more harm than good. If you look at your, your day and say, you know what? I didn't do that great today, but tomorrow's a new day so we can start fresh. And that's something that I sort of adapted to doing because I don't like to uh, hold on to the guilt and the the sh- negativity that c- can happen when you're like, oh, you suck today, you know? Right. And not that I don't have those thoughts because I do, but I try not to like feed into them. Right, right. Yeah. 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 It's important not to. It just, it makes no sense. It's like, well, like, it does more harm than good. It because does. Because then you focus more on like, oh, you suck. You you messed up at work and you sent a email to the wrong person and now you got to deal with this other situation. And, you know, you, you can sit there and go, oh, that was the worst thing I could have done. Why am I so stupid? Blah, blah, blah. Instead of saying, nope, you know what? I'll just deal with this as it comes and, and that's okay. And I will do my best not to do that again. Yeah, and not only that, does it uh, is it like you know heavy on the emotional body mm-hmm. to to like carry all that you know inner disappointment? We'll say right, but because it, you guys probably noticed this, like like manifestation is a lot faster during these periods, and when you get into that kind of loop, like oh my goodness, I'm just screwing up today, or blah blah blah, yeah. then you start screwing up left and right yeah. because you have that energy you're proceeding through life from, and not only does that validate that undesirable state of being that you you don't like, but it just you you just keep you keep having a sloppy earth per, worldly performance because of you're in that sort of you're in that energetic that kind of, of vibration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so for sure. it's, it's a lose lose situation. Let it go. <laughs> be, be cool with yourself. Yeah, and allow yourself to make mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes because that's where you learn. Right. Like if Patty has like an episode or something, I'm you know I'll be I'll be quicker to forgive her. 
than I am myself. But I try to be even. I try to forgive myself as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and lastly is go with the flow. And you'll find that your life will pull you around and compel you, or not in a, not in a bad way, but you just feel like the, the flow of your life's unfoldment is more clear during full moons. There's more of a sense of, what well, I'll go here and then I'll do this. And you just kind of feel your life pulling you around. But a lot of times this pull, this flow is, is different. It's new. So it, it can be in conflict with your mind's agenda. Mm -hmm. And there can be sometimes, a, you know, a bit of a dissonance there. But it's important to go with the flow during these times, even if you don't understand the flow. And I'll give an example. Just the other day, I, you know, every, every night I plan out my day pretty specifically and it, it really helps me be very, very productive. But the other day I woke up, it was like two days ago and I had the intention of shooting a YouTube video. I had a few things I was going to do that were important, but I ended up just sort of feeling like I should just go to the gym. Like I, I felt like, like my flow wanted to take me to the gym with Aaron, my buddy Aaron, but I knew that was going to take a lot of time out of my day. Mm -hmm. I knew that was not going to allow me to do all the things I had to do. But because I, I practiced this, I just sort of went with the flow and it all worked out. And I ended up shooting the same video yesterday and it came out really good. I was very, very proud of it. And I, I, I even sensed the day before it was a little bit early for that video. I knew it wasn't going to be quite as good. It was more like me wanting to maintain a schedule. But that was just a little example, a little tangent example of how I sort of go with the flow because it's very important because your life will give like the full moon's an opportunity for healing, for for forward progress, for inner revelations. But if our mind takes too much control and we disrupt that ideal unfoldment, then then we miss a lot of the potential. Yeah. When you have small children it, that you are with all the time, it sort of forces you to go with the flow. Otherwise, you're like a hot mess all day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so um, this was something that I learned with when we had Maya. Like um, when she'd be crying and I'd be just all stressed out and freaking out like, Oh God, why is she crying? Why am I, why can't I get her to stop? And finally I just heard in my head, I, I don't know how else to describe it. It was like, she's a baby. She's going to cry. It's right. okay to let her cry sometimes. You know, you can't control everything. You can't control if somebody rear ends you. You can't control if your kid decides to color on the couch because he found a pen in some random place, you know? Right. And just um, allowing those things kind of, maybe they might be stressful and annoying, but if you allow them to kind of come in and you deal with them at, as, as they come, then... It's, it's easier. It's, yes, thank you. It's easier to deal with, and it allows you to um, learn to be present. You know? Yeah, and in the flow. And in the flow, yeah, going with the flow. Yeah. So that's all, my friends. We got a busy day. We have a retreat in, uh, t starting tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. actually. So yeah. we have a million things to do. We're very excited. Yeah. But we got to bounce. It's like early in the morning. We wanted to get this out to you guys. We hope you're all doing phenomenal. We hope you have a very successful and productive full moon and yeah. eclipse. We hope this helped you in some way. And we will, of course, be back next week. Yes. All right. Peace out, my friends. Bye. Namaste. Namaste.